0: Yeah. Could not realize. With my blinded eyes through all Hello, New Mount Olives. It's so good to see you this past Sunday, Mother's Day. sun was beautiful. God gave us a great day for Mother's Day. And it was good to see you at the parking lot service. Uh, and today, it is a great honor and privilege again to share with you guys. And today we want to look, look at Acts chapter 27, verse 23 to 27. Let's commit this time to the Lord uh, as we kind of jump into some things that God want to speak to our hearts from the from, from Acts chapter 27. Father, again, we do thank you for this privilege and opportunity you've given us. Thank you for your word. And Lord, as we glean through uh, these few passages, Lord, that we will be able to glean some truth that will be able to strengthen us, encourage us, build us up in the name of Jesus, amen. From Acts chapter 27, verse 23 to 27, the word of God says, for there stood by me this night an angel of God, who I am and whom I serve, saying, fear not, Paul, that thou must be brought before Caesar And, lo, God has given thee all them that sail with thee. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer? For I believe, God, that it shall be even as it was told me. However, we must be cast upon a certain island. But when the fourteenth day was come, as we were driven up and down in in, in the Adriatic Sea, about midnight the sailors deemed that they drew near to some land. In this whole book of uh, chapter 27 of the book of Acts, Paul was in a shipwreck and what I want to talk about is the anchors that he used to help stabilize him or to hold his life together, but not only his life together, but to hold that, hold the whole that whole entire uh, crew that was on that ship, hold them together because of some anchors that he used from the word of God. People everywhere, people everywhere in every corner of the world struggle with storms of their lives. And that's what I want to talk to you today. I want to talk about four anchors you need in the midst of a storm. Four anchors you need in the midst of a storm. And one thing the about storms of life, no one, no one, and exempt from them. Some storms are, are daily. Some are for life. They vary from health, to money, to family, to work, to unruly kids, and even those that run away, to car problems. We all have them. We all face storms. Some are physical, such as tornadoes, floods, earthquake, fires, And some are personal, such as death, job problems, sour friendships. Storms are a part of life. The right question is not whether they will come or when, but how will we we respond to them? Paul faced a life-threatening storm. He was on his way to Rome to see Caesar to stand trial. For 14 days, the ship was in a raging sea, but Paul never panicked. And as the crew panicked, Paul stood and shared the ankles that held his life secure. There are four ankles that we need to go through in a storm. The first anchor is knowing you belong to God. Knowing you belong to God. Paul recognized that he belonged to God When you look at verse 23, look at verse 23. For there stood by me this night an angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve. He recognized that he he belonged to God. You got to know that you belong to God. Do you know that you belong to God? I thank God that I belong to him. I know that I know that I know that I belong to God. Have you trusted Jesus as your Savior? Can you honestly say, I belong to God? Recognize that it's just a storm. The facts still remain, God is in full control, and we will get through it. And, you and I must look at that storm and say, I am a child of God. I belong to God. And you, Satan, cannot destroy me. You can't Touch me. You can't hurt me unless God allow it. I like what Romans chapter 8, verse 35 through 39 says. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulations uh, or distress or persecution or famine or or nakedness or peril or a sword? As it is written, for your sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep before the slaughter." Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded, and I love this, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels or principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. God looks out for his own. Do you belong to him? The second anchor we need in the midst of a storm is to keep serving the Lord. Keep serving the Lord. In verse 23, Paul knew who he was a servant to. He knew he was a servant to God. He says, I'm a servant of God. And that God was not finished with him. And so he kept serving. He knew he that in this storm, That he knew it wasn't the end because he knew God had another plan for him. He he already told him, I want you in Rome. I want you to stand before Caesar. So he knew that God was not going to allow him to perish in his storm because he trusted God in his word. And so he kept serving and doing what what God wanted him to do. And you too, when you're going through a storm, don't don't decide I'm just going to quit. I'm going to hang it up but just keep doing what God wants you to do. Keep serving in the position or the capacity that God has called you to serve. There are times when you are working in the kingdom that you will go through a storm and be tempted to lose hope. Remember that you are a servant of God and he will enable you not only to do the work he had called you to do, but he will enable you to make it through the storm so that you can finish what he has for you to do keep serving him I like what Philippians chapter 1 verse 6 says being confident of this very thing that he has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ the third anchor we need in the midst of a storm is the anchor of God's promise the anchor of God's promise in verse 34 Paul trusted in the promise of God that's all he needed to make it through was God's word listen God's promise, God's word will always be the anchor during any storm. Hebrews chapter 13 verse five says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. Matthew chapter 24 verse 35. And then 2 Corinthians chapter one verse 20 says, for the promises of God. In him are yes and in him amen and to the glory of God by us. We can always depend on what God said. Paul realized, God had already told him, man, everything going to be good. You got to get to Rome. You got to see Caesar. And so he believed that. He also believed that, listen, everybody on this ship, they're going to make it out okay. He believed God's word. You can trust God's word. If God said in his word, you can bank on it. Whatever God tells you, you can bank on it, no matter how tough it may seem, no matter how, whatever you're going through, how deep, how messy. Listen, you can depend on what God says. Trust God, take him at his word. The fourth anchor we will need in the midst of a storm is the anchor of belief. Look at verse 25. Verse 25, wherefore, sir, be of good cheer, for I believe God. I want you to underscore that. I. Believe God. That is, that it shall be even as I was told. And I was, I'm taking God at His word. Not only did He have God's word, but He chose to believe God's word. What good does it do us to have God's word if we do not believe it? What good does it do us to read God's word if we do not believe it? And what good does it do us to quote God's word if we don't believe it? I thought about my grandson, I guess he was about six or seven at the time, and I was on top of the house uh, taking some plastic off the birds so that more air can get into the, attic, into the attic. And so I got down, put the ladder up, took it to the shed, put it up, and I heard a voice saying, hey, I'm still up here. Didn't know he had climbed up there. And so I didn't feel like going back to the shed to get the ladder, so I told him to jump. And he looked at me, and I'm of well saying, you must be out of your mind. That's a long way down there. I'm saying jump, I got you. If you jump, I will catch you. I will not let you hit the ground. And so about two or three times, look, you can trust me, jump. And so he runs and he jumped. I wouldn't anticipate the run, jump, trying to be Superman. But he ran, jumped, caught him, brought him down, and the bottom line is, That's what God says to us. You can be confident in what he says. If God say jump, you can jump with confidence that he got you because who told you? God God told you. In those dark, bleak moments that we must stand and say with power, I believe God. Whatever you're going through, believe God. Don't listen to those around you. Just, Just hear what God said and listen to what God is saying. Not only did he have God's word, but he chose to believe God's word. What about you? Believe what God is saying. Listen, you want to get through uh, life in terms of the storms that come up on us? Remember, number one, know who you belong to. Number two, keep serving the Lord. And number three, the anchor, hang on to the anchor of God's promise. And finally, uh, Just believe God, the anchor of belief, just believe God. Maybe there's somebody out there that don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. I want you to know that Jesus went through one of the biggest storms of his life when he had to go and die out on a hill called Calvary. At 33, he had to give up his life in order that we might have eternal life because we could not pay the sin debt. And Jesus was the only one in position to pay the sin debt for the whole world, so you talking about going through a storm? He went through a storm because he had to separate himself from his father, which had never happened in all of eternity. It never happened for the debt that he had to pay for our sin. And the the thing about that, while on the cross, you you know, and even leading to the cross, spit upon, talked about abused in every way you can be abused, in terms of, 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 of sucker punches and all these things, yet he did that for us. And then, out of spite, one of the soldiers had to spear him in his side anyway. Even though, thank God for the scripture, scripture said it must be. But he did all of that for us. And you talking about a storm. That was one of the greatest storms of life, but he did it for you and I. He did it because He wanted to bridge the gap between God and man. And the Bible says after being taken off the cross, they buried him. But early the third day morning, he got up out of the grave, declared to the world, all power in heaven and earth is in his hand. Listen, Jesus is in heaven right now with open hand. Anybody that's out there, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, I want to encourage you to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. And it's really simple because Jesus did the hard part. All you got to do is be willing to make up your mind. Listen, I want to follow Christ. I want Christ into my life. You going through a storm of life, I can't think of no better person to help you to get through that storm by having Christ in your life. I want to make it clear. Because you accept Christ in your life, that don't mean stuff ain't gonna happen because remember, storm happened to all of us. But the thing about Jesus, he can help you get through that storm. And you just pray a simple prayer. The Bible says, many that received him to them gave he power to become the right to become the children of God. And so if you want to be a child of God, all you have to do is say, look, recognize that you're a sinner. Recognize that Christ died for you. And you believe that he died for you. You believe that he rose from the grave. And you tell the Lord in a simple way, Lord, I know I'm a sinner. And I want you to come into my life. And be my savior and my lord. I can't pray that for you, but you can pray it for yourself. If you pray that prayer and mean it, the Lord savior save you. And we'd love to hear from you. Maybe some of you out there uh did this. We would love to hear you. Call the church number 870-762-2732. 870-762-2732 and we would Won't nobody be there at that particular time you call, but leave your name, leave your your, your number, and I promise you we will get back with you. God bless you today, and y'all have a great rest of the afternoon. God bless you. you wow. are. Wow.